0: Hi, Brian Ballardi, head of communications at Classcraft here. On October 29th, Classcraft and Google will present The Great Exchange, a student engagement summit that brings together thought leaders across education, technology, and gaming for a conversation about how we can work together to keep students engaged, whether they're learning at home or returning to school. Today, we're going to speak with Jean Godot, creative director at Ubisoft, about what makes games so engaging and what educators can learn from them. As they're competing with games and social media for kids attention while they're learning from home it was a great conversation and if you'd like to hear more i'd encourage you to register for the event it's free at www.great-exchange.com here's jean godot all right i'm here with jean godot creative director at ubisoft jean thanks for being here my pleasure Uh, now jean creative director of a video game franchise Sounds like a pretty great gig. Uh, for those of us in the education world who may not be familiar with exactly like, all that entails, you know, what does it mean to be a creative director for a, a video game company?
1: So being a creative director is a very uh, interesting position in the a, a video game because video game is one of the most uh, diverse and multidisciplinary uh, uh, discipline of the entertainment uh, uh, domain. And so basically, you can uh, compare my role to a conductor of an orchestra, where I need to make sure basically that all the experts or the solists are uh, working in the same direction in order to deliver uh, great experiences for the players that are, you know, uh, enjoyable and, uh, and fun and that they want to play over and over again.
0: Now, so the, the title of the game, Assassin's Creed, might not have people thinking... Education, uh, but tell me a little bit about Discovery Tour mode. I know there's kind of like a tie-in to learning and education. Just you know, curious to learn a little bit more about it.
1: Yeah, so I've been working on Assassin's Creed for more than ten years. Directed my two games myself, and uh, Assassin's Creed has a, a really a big buff on history. Uh, Our motto is, uh, history is our playground. And the teams are uh, putting a lot of time uh, and effort into recreating historical time periods as accurately as possible. And this was always uh, acknowledged and praised. And so uh, with my last game, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, I really wanted to push that even further and show that video games could deliver much more than just fun, actually. And we use the world we recreated to create the first educative mode uh, called Discovery Tour Ancient Egypt that has been followed uh, since then by uh, Discovery Tour Ancient Greece with the the next game. And these tours are really uh, a tool, basically, that we want to put into uh, teachers' uh, hands. We're not teachers ourselves, but we think we create great content that could help uh, uh, make students uh, interested and curious and attracted by all these topics. And so this is why I think we have a connection with education in the sense that uh, we could be uh, used as a good tool to, to provide uh, knowledge.
0: Now, uh, Jean, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast today is you said something very interesting the other day, which is um, you know, video games, social media, um, you know, education teachers as well lots of people vying for kids attention um and obviously like we all know how popular video games are um they're they've become you know a huge part of our culture and in particular youth culture but you actually think that educators have an advantage over video games and all those other tools in terms of reaching kids why is that
1: well i think that for a very very long time the 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 teachers and the educative system uh, were the closest to the to the kids and to to young people. Uh, you know, seeing them every day, knowing them by their name, uh, you can create a very strong relationship that helps you know uh, drive uh, students' motivation and engagement. Uh, that being said, we're in a world which is more and more uh, digital, and especially the younger generations don't actually make a very a big a real difference actually between the physical and the digital world. And uh, uh, but I think all this knowledge for all these decades of of teaching that the education system has uh, should uh, is an advantage in the first place to talk and to work uh, with kids.
0: Now, that leads to kind of an obvious question. You know, in the course of the pandemic, you have, um, you know, most schools uh, have transitioned to distance learning or, you know, at least some sort of like blended learning model where, you know, kids are maybe in school part of the time, but they're doing most of their work at home. Um, you know, it it, it seems like educators would maybe lose that advantage because they're not um, you know, having that, you know, opportunity to connect on a one-to-one human basis with kids. So what's happening and how can educators compete with all these other things like video games, social media that kids have, you know, uh, right next to them as they're trying to learn?
1: Well, I think this is a very, very important question. And and like you said, with the pandemic situation, we could see the, you know, the, the sanctuary that the school was securing some time out of the digital sphere uh, for for kids to have this uh, luxury to have the interaction with uh, with teachers and educators uh, is not there anymore. And so now, uh, the, 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 everybody's on the same ground. And uh, like you said, competing for kids' attention. And so the thing is, uh, social media and video games, because they don't have this physical uh, connection in the first place, have developed a huge knowledge and, and uh, tools to engage with, uh, with people uh, without being physically closed. And uh, and the question is basically, in my in my mind is maybe there are some learnings to be taken from that uh, for the education uh, educative uh, you know uh, sphere because uh, because now there is no choice uh, kids are uh, like you said uh, at home hundred percent or partially uh, uh, during the week and so how does the school basically uh, can compete and what are the opportunities also maybe to rethink or to to develop some some new ways of doing things in order to 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 keep the engagement and um, and so my talk will be about basically just sharing with you, with you um, what the video games uh, have been doing for at least a decade decade in order to um, to develop that and and actually uh, reinforce that engagement uh that is remote by nature
0: um now the the title of your talk at at our event is called uh and i love it know your enemy how to compete in the attention economy um uh one of the reasons why i'm so excited for your session is you're going to open up the playbook a little bit you know um and kind of uh you know as somebody who you maybe works in video games but obviously cares very much about education um, given your work on Discovery Tour and everything. You're going to, um, you know, give uh, educators some trade secrets from the from the video game industry about how to engage kids. Um, give us a little sneak preview there. What are some of the things that you're going to be talking about in your session um, that we can expect to learn?
1: Well, you know, yeah, the, the idea is not to tell you uh, uh, what to do because I'm not an educator myself, but I'm, I'm really here to share um some uh, techniques or at least some some uh, of, of reflection um, based on what we uh, in the video games have been doing in order to like I was saying um, uh, increase the the, the engagement and the, and the retention as we call it you know in the, in the industry uh, with, with our players and basically for example saying that we're not just uh, discussing, just fun stuff. We're making video games. A lot of um, uh, things that we uh, think about and that we work on are based on psychology, you know, of um, self determination theory, for example, and adapting it to our reality. And so, uh, how do we increase motivation? How do we work on autonomy, on uh, uh, competence and relatedness? All these uh, notions that uh, will sound uh, sound familiar i'm sure to uh, to a lot of the audience but this is also our uh, material uh, and the, the thing that we're working on so we'll share you and and hopefully make you understand that we've been at work using these notions for a long time and maybe there is something for you to to take on that
0: now i'm Really excited to go deeper uh, on those topics, but here's where I'm going to stop and say if you want to hear more from Jean about these topics, um, he'll be speaking about this at the Great Exchange, our event that we're co-producing with Google on October 29th. It's a uh, summit focused on student engagement. Uh, The talk is Know Your Enemy, How to Compete in the Attention Economy. Uh, Jean, uh, really looking forward to the session and thanks a lot for being here
1: once again it's my pleasure and uh, really happy to participate
0: all right we'll talk to you soon thanks a lot mm-hmm. bye all right that's it for this episode i want to thank our guest jean godot of ubisoft and get in one last plug for the great exchange october 29th 12 p.m eastern www.great-exchange.com oh yeah it's free so what are you waiting for sign up and get to hear more from great speakers like jean Uh, And stay tuned because over the next two weeks, we're going to bring you more podcasts featuring some of our amazing speakers. You don't want to miss out. As always, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.